When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala, and I know simply too much about that dang Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. With me, as always, is someone who has been on this journey with me for years now. She's potentially as skeptical as ever about this whole thing, but she's with us nonetheless. Kristen Suttered, hi. Yeah, hello. Wow. Three years we've been doing this. I texted a friend saying that I would not be able to attend his birthday gathering. His birthday is on October 30th. Uh, and he was like, oh, I'm having, you know, it's his 40th too. And I'm like, he's, and I said, oh, I can't come to your big 40th because I will be in Cleveland at the Rock Hall induction. And the best part about this story is this is a friend of mine who knows nothing about music. He knows so much about movies and knows absolutely nothing about music to the point that he was like, oh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why are you going there? And I was like, <laughs> I have been, had a podcast about this for three years. And he was like, oh, that's how little I care. Like as soon as music even comes up, I will just shut it out of my head. He's a person who once thought that Semi-Charmed Life, if he had to guess who that song was by, he would have guessed Smashing Pumpkins. So <laughs> All right. that's just giving you a- Interesting. But yeah, that's coming up. That's we are just a little over a month from the ceremony. It's, I guess, still a question if it's going to happen. I mean, I I believe that it is. We've already started you, making, you, you know, that there's an, a possibility. It won't. I feel like you never bring up that it won't happen. I'm always like, but Delta, but mm-hmm. I feel like you're always like it's happening. Yeah, come hell I mean, or high water. If I had to bet, I would say the odds are that it's going to happen, but I wouldn't say that there is a 0% chance that it's canceled. I still think that can happen. So it could happen. It, it might not happen. I don't know. But we are, we're nearing, I mean, it's in October. We're almost in October. This is the last week of September. Berkselence, uh, Mu September. Excellence. There it is. This is I the last. You got me to say it too. You just pointed at me and mm-hmm. I just did it, mm-hmm. which was a mistake. That's my. It was mistake. great. Yeah. So we, this is the last week of Mu September Excellence, our celebration of the Hall's musical excellence category, a category that they are using for three inductees this year, the most this category has ever been used in one year. 
do you remember who we've talked about, Kristen? Gosh, I was just thinking that in the background. I know we talked about Randy Rhodes last week, so I remember mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I know LL Cool J. Is it Kraftwerk or are they, or their early influence? So you have to remember, it all happened this month. So they these are, we would have talked about the artists already this month, either like a week, two weeks, or three <laughs> weeks ago. Like what did we no, talk you know, about two weeks ago? Um, I know we, I remember we did the whole history of this category. We sure did. That was fun. And then we did, it was, wasn't it something I like? It was great. Week? It was a great, it, it is, if I may be so bold, I think one of our best episodes. I remember now it was, um, uh, oh gosh, uh, the fifth Beatle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing from nothing. Yep. His name is escaping me. Is it? It's not Robert. It's, no. To start with an R? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm-mm, mm-mm, absolutely not. Wow. Um, I mean, I know who it is. I can hear his song in my head right now. And I know who we talked to. Talked to Lauren Anki, mm-hmm. who I love. And she was so knowledgeable about this so person, this so man, great. this artist who is... I'm not Googling it. I'm just trying to remember, and I don't think it's going to come to me. Wait. This mm. is this is disrespectful. It really is hurtful. Uh, this just, is how you know, though. I think sometimes maybe people think I'm putting it on. Yeah, well, this is, if, <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that, but if they were, this should be uh, pure this is, evidence. That this is how you know it's not. real. You know, if I gave you the initials, I think you'd be able to do it. Yeah, what are they? BP. B- B- Billy Porter. No, not Billy Porter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Close. Um, is it's it, is it's not it's Billy is the first name. Uh-huh. And Palmer is P- Palmer? No. 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 <laughs> you please just cut this. No, Why this is they... this is going in. This is 100 percent no. going in. Billy. Preston. There, there it, is. it is. Billy oh Preston. So yes, the musical excellence <laughs> category. We went through the That's history. So we talked about Billy Preston. Yes. We talked about Billy Randy Preston, Lauren. I'm so sorry Rhodes. for listening. And we are now, we've made it to LL Cool J. Now the people listening so far will be like, hey, a guest has not been introduced. This is unusual. And that is because we have covered LL Cool J already. And as we have done a few times already this season, and that we've done in the past, uh, we are going to re-air that episode that we've already done uh, remastered, which will just mean, you know, you know, these episodes, we often, the conversation veers off. Maybe we talk about something else. Maybe we just talk about the rock hall in general. This will be condensed to just LL conversation that we had with our friend, comedian and writer, Renee Gauthier, who was a fun person to talk to about LL because mm-hmm. she worked she with him, him. Yeah. and they know each other from the show Lip Sync Battle. And so I'm going to call them close personal friends because she's not here to correct me and neither is he. <laughs> yeah, it, that's perfect. Yeah. So we can get away with we we had access to a close, close personal, personal friend, friend of James Todd Smith himself, LL Cool J, Rene Gauthier. And when you listen to this episode, you'll be able to tell that it is a personal connection. It's going to be that type of episode. And there's there's a degree of access and the take is one that I think would be, that is unusual, 
given their relationship. So I think that that's one of the strong points of this particular episode. Yeah, I'm trying to, I mean, I remember recording this episode. Uh, we did it in person and mm-hmm. I know Renee. I'm trying to remember anything about what, I know that my outlook was probably, and it still kind of is, but I remember receiving some pushback on my outlook that LL Cool J has been dismissed because he's become just a ubiquitous entertainer rather than uh, thought of as like an innovator in hip hop. Yeah, you you compare him to someone in particular. That's really insulting. And Ooh. we won't give it away. We won't give it away. We'll maybe <laughs> okay. talk about it. We'll, we'll come back at the end to kind of close out the episode and, and we'll we'll talk about that. And I would say we the episode that you're going to hear, like I said, is streamlined. The only tangent I kept is we kind of go off ruminating on what the show NCIS is and what, <laughs> what it potentially what it potentially is about. And that's and that's pretty funny. Because he's How are on there so many NCO NC he's on an NCIS. Popular. He's on NCIS Los Angeles. And as you will hear us talk about in this episode. But yeah, that's okay. a very popular show. Yet another thing I've forgotten to the winds of time. Yeah. And I want to note that this episode, you know, it's not so old that we weren't dropping in clips and stuff, but I would say it was still kind of in the era of our show where we were talking to comedian friends more often as opposed to experts on an artist. And so I would say we don't really dive quite as deep as we do now, and you don't exactly get the LL Cool J story, but I will say- Joe's got a plan for that. You know, I'm always I'm always brewing something. He's and just out here. He's not going to leave the fans out here with an incomplete outlook on Todd, Todd on Smith. On an inductee at all. I, yeah, and I, of course, I will want to cover the bases, and we have had a lot of time to really go in depth on these inductees especially. So in the coming weeks, perhaps maybe even next week, we will make sure to do a deeper dive into LL Cool J and give him the proper thorough episode that he deserves. And now that we do the show on Zoom, we will have access potentially to people who can provide that type of analysis and insight. How incredible that LL Cool J is going in and that the ballot isn't what got him there. Uh, You know, people will listen to this episode and they will hear that we did not consider this as a possibility. Absolutely not. Took us all by surprise. Although we did, we did make some, uh, we did make some predictions and perhaps some of those (laughs) predictions uh, don't look too bad now. Okay. Perhaps they don't look too bad now. All right. But unless there's anything else to talk about, I think we can, we can dive into this. Who cares about the rock call classic (laughs) episode? (laughs) Recorded on June 19th, 2019, released June 28th, 2019. Wait a minute. It was recorded on June 19th, like Juneteenth, before people were even talking about. I was about to like think, oh, what could I say that's going to bring us back to this time in history? And I think that in and of itself is a big one that, you know, Juneteenth, before it was a national holiday. That's very true. Uh, that I would say, true. and before a lot of people in uh, this country and the world knew what that day meant. And hey, if you don't know what it means, look it up. I got to agree. Um, so without further ado, here is the remastered episode, LL Cool J with Renee Gauthier. Enjoy. 
But you work with LL oh, yeah, Cool sorry. J, who is kind of a perennial nominee. And so he, he was yeah. nominated this year. And you were uh, in, what, what would you say you experienced in that process, if anything? Well, I just think we are all, what's interesting, and I learned that a lot this last week, I was working on a show where a lot of the Lip Sync Battle crew was working. And I didn't realize how much of a family that show is for me and for everyone that works on it because you're there the the first thing is l cool j and we call him todd his name is todd todd uh is at every rehearsal and he chills out and he hangs out and he knows everybody's name and it's like he's one of the best people to ever work with like he learned my name the first day and he's never not known my name what a guy he's actually wonderful so when he got nominated we were all really excited for him and we were all pushing the like you know vote for ll vote for, i mean from mm-hmm. chrissy to john legend to everybody even the people that you know everyone was tweeting about it we were all trying to get the word out because he deserves to be in it mm-hmm. does it mean something to him does he has he talked about it like i don't know if i can't recall him really speaking about it i know it's an honor for him because he's such a hustler and he's such a hard worker he's so old school in that way and you can see it on set that he's just like it's about like coming from the ground up coming from the bottom kind of energy he's Mm -hmm. really the best like i think not a lot of people realize that unless you work with him like how incredibly down to earth and like hardworking he is but i think he was not i think he was like humbled that everyone cared so much but i can't speak for him but i wonder because he's been through the ringer a little bit he's been eligible since 2010 Mm -hmm. he was nominated in 2010 and then in 2011, and then in 2014. Oh my gosh. And then in 2018. <gasps> oh, and then this in is a lo- Oh, so he's one of the huge. I'm, I know we talk about this, but I didn't realize just how snubbed his ass has been. Yeah. That's- I mean, like, because the nominating committee, to their credit, put him up as soon as he was eligible. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, the rumors were that he got the most votes within the nominating committee for the ballot. But then. Well, here's the thing about it is like the, the voting body is mostly men and you know ladies love cool it's not it's not ml cool j yeah exactly it's ll cool j and so maybe that's how you identify (laughs) truly yeah no most of these people identify as uh hardcore as older white men i would say for the for the most part uh and so maybe that you know uh i mean i and also the the aversion to hip-hop uh Except, I guess maybe is he not considered hard enough? I wonder. I know what we'll get. I know we'll get into it. I'm mm-hmm. just thinking about it. Yeah, right. There, there's a lot to consider with what uh, because sometimes the hall is quick to act with the hip hop groups and artists. Tupac got in immediately. Run DMC got in immediately. So did Public Enemy. Uh, you know, and then NWA yeah. took a few. It honestly took a movie to get them in. And did Tupac have to pass away? If yeah, if yeah, I'm just asking because it's right. like yeah. to me, Ella Cool J is also an all around entertainer. Like he does pretty he's much an, everything. He's an around yeah. the way. Yeah, he's an around yeah. the way boy, and I feel like um, it's crazy to me that he wouldn't have already been in. Mm-hmm. Especially such a. He's such a household name. Yeah. Well, ex- he's a very, dare I say, he's a crossover hit, you know, like Agreed. and a multi-genre kind of person. And so that I think like he's like, you know, um, 
like Snoop Dogg has done that as well, but I think LL is considered way more family friendly than Snoop Dogg, and even Snoop Dogg is considered pretty family friendly. Which is kind of crazy. The yeah. Snoop Dogg's trajectory of <laughs> Snoop becoming... Dogg's trajectory is outrageous to me in many ways. I have some issues. In a, in we'll adorable, talk about them in a different uh, way. Co-host of Martha Stewart. Yes. You know, yeah. That, who's a man who that admitted that murder he... was a case that they yeah. gave him. Mm, and know? he also, you know, pimped women. Uh, it's a real. Uh, we've mean... got you know after he was successful but uh, we, LL, don't need to, we talk about that later ll mm-hmm. uh, recently received a kennedy center honor <laughs> i know to put what? that into perspective like yes isn't that insane because that's such yeah. an honor uh, my yeah. god first yeah. hip-hop artist to be mm-hmm. honored what did the they way. do at the kennedy center honor so they put on a whole concert for you mm-hmm. do you perform your own concert usually you're like sitting in the balcony like yeah. kind of watching people oh my love gosh so it's yeah. like your own funeral a <laughs> <laughs> little bit but his dancers like he has backup dancers like breakers and b-boys and stuff uh-huh. who've been on set as well like they'll mm-hmm. come and like help or like dance like one of the stranger things kids did on bad and his dancers came and danced with our dancers for him, okay. which was pretty cool. Yeah. That he, is so he cool. He did a full homage to old school, ta- like LL Cool J. Um, wow. But yeah, I do remember the Kennedy honors and we were either just about to rap or it was during that time that we were still filming. And it's so cool. And he was just like very humble again, like very like, mm-hmm. thank you. Because you, yeah. you know, it's he feels like just a coworker, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, Renee, obviously you you have a personal connection to LL, but I'm curious what uh, your connection was to him as a fan before you met him. Uh, I just, I remember being a kid and hearing Around the Way Girl for the first time. My name's in it. Okay. Because it's Lisa, Pamela, Angela, Angela, Renee. Renee. And I was like, excuse me? Lisa, Angela, Pamela, Renee, I love you. You're from Around the Way. Renee's not a, a name that's getting a lot of play in the yeah, songs. Yeah, it sure isn't. Walk away, the, Renee. That's obviously the, but you know, that's the old man go to. It's and the they old know man go to. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember Who's saying, "Walk away, Renee." The left bank. How does it river. go? That's how. Oh, okay. So what? That's a '70s song. Maybe late '60s. Okay. Yeah, it's. I've heard era, it, but though. I just don't think of it. <laughs> Fair enough. A classic yeah. and like you? a one hit wonder for oh. that group. And I don't think of it. My name's in it. Yeah. So it's not like, but um, yeah, I just remember that. I It was still like a throwback at the time when I heard it, but I really like my best friends and I, as soon as we could drive, we're listening to doing it. Mm hmm. Um, lounging the dirtiest yeah, shit the di- yeah, well, ever was, for like that teens was to the be 90s to. it was like mid to late 90s was like when he had the second wave of his career yeah music wise and, and, yeah. and it was nasty nasty and they had all those sexy ass music again the music videos I can't I mm-hmm. always am like I remember the music videos well I also Same. remember mama said knock you out being like a really big just being everywhere for mm-hmm. a while yeah I feel like mama said said knock you out was played a lot during like football games in high school and it still was like i didn't i knew it but i didn't know it but like my most my biggest connection to him would be around the way girl because of my name being in the song and honestly like lounging doing it hey lover had boys to men in it oh my god that song Mm -hmm. is great in my arms and ease your fears i can't believe it i ain't had a crush in years hey love And that was great. And that was like a 
a rap love song, yeah. which was also not totally... Which was also kind of LL's thing. Right. When he did I yeah. Need Love. That was a genre in its own. Like rappers didn't usually do love songs and that felt like a love song or a heart, a breakup song mm-hmm. or whatever it was in yeah. his mind. He, he kind of... I don't. I don't want to say invented it, but certainly popularized that 100%. thing. Yeah, a yeah. hip hop artist singing love songs and kind of being for the ladies, like yeah. you know, because there's a, a lot of the hip hop acts before then. I don't think we're catering to women specifically. No, you're a dancer, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever do dance to any of his songs? Um, I mean. Just with a fake idea at a club, Hell but yeah. never, <laughs> Hell yeah. never like an actual routine. I never remember one, two, the three. there was a really um, a big dance routine that the Palm Squad at my school did the year before I joined the dance team at my school. Their big number that they did all year was Mama Said Knock You Out. And it was, you know, they had the boxing gloves and stuff yeah, instead of the thick. palms. Laying it on thick. Um, yeah, it was pretty I, big. I and I was like, I want to be on this team. <laughs> to the point. Yeah. One of the dancers is dressed as an old mom. <laughs> She puts on the gloves. Did everyone have hoodies? I think they had the um, like silk robes, like the silk boxer robes or something like that. Or the shorts or, yeah. I don't know if they had the shorts. I think they just had the regular palm like cheerleader outfits. I think, whoa, Joe's eyebrow went up. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to get into this. (laughs) You know, this might actually be cool. Do you have have any? I'm getting arrested. (laughs) How did this happen to me? How old are these teen girls? Mama said, knock you out. Okay. Mama said, lock me up. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. Goodbye, guys. Um, But like LL's music at that age, it almost feels like you're getting away with something. 100%. Right? Because so dirty. Like you listen to it it as an adult. And you go, oh my God. Yeah. Like, you're like, I'm going to call you Big Daddy and scream your name. You're like, yes. he's talking about fucking. Yes. <laughs> you didn't get it. I didn't I didn't get anything. I was a fucking dork. But can I swear? Please. Um, please do. More. Yes. We need um, more, actually. Yeah. We're not hitting our quota at this point. <laughs> yeah. But I want to earn just, that E. You listen to it. It's so fucky in a great way. I mean, don't get me wrong, but. Yeah, it is. It's explicit. Doing it is an explicit. Yeah. And there's like no getting around it. There's no way you can really clean that up. Yeah, like yeah. There's no way that you're like. Well, actually, mm-hmm. it's about uh, construction work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when was that? It was like 97, 98? Earlier? A little earlier, yeah. 95? But yeah. doing it is like the kind of doing song it's 96, too, yeah. That, yeah, that you're like embarrassed to hear with your parents, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> like I couldn't radio, even. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. God. Yeah. yeah. That is, that's like the I want your sex of the 90s where you're like, um, uh, you know, maybe just hit so, the next channel. Uh, and I'll make not. love to you by boys to men comes on and you're like, oh, God, she's going to talk to me about sex. Yeah. That happened to me in the car once with my mom. Because well, of I'll make love to well, you? Well, it was on and it had my first like real boyfriend <sighs> like in high school. And I was just like, <gasps> and she was like, turned it down and was like, let's talk. And I was like, <gasps> Turn yeah. it up, lady. S- we don't need to turn- yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you can't, like, a keto roll out of the car. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> and trust me, I was not I mean, having sex the- in high school, but... <laughs> She she was right to talk. Oh, I love that 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 like is what 
like triggered it though she was like hmm, Ooh, make love make hmm. love well about now that, who could Renee? be doing that soon slow turn to you in the <laughs> past keep your seat? shoes on because he's saying to keep your shoes on <laughs> Oh boy Mom's kept her shoes on before It's like mom I don't want to do this Yes yeah Let's not Can we please Well you know The the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Is sometimes confusing In terms of How and why Some people get into the hall And why some don't There's no list of criteria That they have published yeah. but as a nerd i've come up with my own criteria that i think gi- it gives us a good idea if someone will be inducted okay uh, and so why don't we go through these criteria for ll cool j and let's do it after a little break oh, sounds okay. good all right we'll be right back welcome back everybody we hope over the break you uh reminisce about an old friend and maybe a concert memory maybe a concert memory because we did all of that we sure did uh so let's go through these uh, categories and see how ll cool j stacks up uh <laughs> oh just, he no one can see joe's face my weird facial that. expressions his eyes like Re- squint he gets very serious looking yeah, really. like, let's see how he stacks up all right first uh first category is critical acclaim uh, I think especially for this era, he was uh, well regarded critically. I feel like maybe that I'm I'm conflating critical acclaim with like other rappers mm-hmm. um, uh, okay. acclaim. Like I don't think I think LL Cool J in particular, like later on, kind of got that like pop rap. Like people, no one's ever asking LL to spit a verse on their song. I don't know if they're not asking or he's not accepting. Ooh, ooh. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. like, because every single person, he knows everybody and he's, and he's respected. respected. Yeah. Uh, but his crew doesn't, he, I mean, he was on J-Lo's albums and stuff, but like, he was like on a few songs with J-Lo. J-Lo's yeah, mm-hmm. he did. Um, and they, they had a song that was very popular. Really popular. She was on his album and, and then he was on her what, album. What yes. are their songs? What's the their video? Songs? He did, he did Control Myself that was from his album, from his album, Todd Smith. It's hard to control myself. It's hard to control myself. The more popular one's the one on her album, I think. Yeah. What is that one? Which uh, was... And that I one... I have it hearted on my Spotify. Ooh. My favorite J-Lo co All I have? All my... I don't know that song. All I have Thomas, was... Oh, oh, have, all my... Yeah. That was a number one hit. I do, that song is great. It's great. I didn't realize that he was on that song. Pride is all I Pride is what you had, baby girl. I'm what you have. So my thought, my my thought on, I guess that's I I don't see him because that's also like J Lo is not a rapper. You know what I mean? Like J Lo is a pop star. Sure, I think the critics like LL though, especially for what he was doing early on. Early, yeah, which was so groundbreaking and rocking the bells and whatnot yeah and needing a radio or or, you know loving his radio (laughs) he was Uh, bad yeah um but i think that uh, critically he does pretty well i agree uh and then that kind of connects to the next category classic albums now would you would you guys think that ll cool j has an album or two or more on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. I think time. no. I think he has one. Okay, which one? It's either the one with Mama Said You Knock Mama Said to Knock You Out. Mama said with Mama said Mama would you please knock me out. Mama said you're going to get knocked out. Which is called Mama Said Knock You Out. Thank you or Mr. Smith. Okay. So, LL does 
have an Well, then album it'll be his first on one. 500. What's his first one? His first one's called Radio. I think it's that one. And that is the one that's on here. Yeah. Okay. Because that's a real Without rolling my radio. Well, that's a very Rolling Stone move. <laughs> like, I couldn't see them putting maybe those later ones on there. But it is kind of a Rolling Stone move to be like uh, the kind of pivotal. Uh, the one they consider the groundbreaking one. Right. And I think that we're looking at the high 400s. Okay. In mm. this one. I think we're looking at like mm, 480. What do you think, really? Renee? I think he's in the twos. Okay, like 200 something? Yeah. LL Cool J Radio 1985 comes in. Number three. At <laughs> 470. Oh yeah! I'm oh, really? really? Kristen's I, really good at this. I'm weirdly good at this. Why? Not why have, are you good at this? But why do we think it's so back there? Because it's Rolling Stone. Well, yeah, you got to imagine. You know, you, the majority they have to leave six Bruce Springsteen albums on there. They have to have it's, it's five like, honestly, Dylan albums. They have to have smashing you're, pumpkins. You're underestimating. Like, if you want the stats of this, like there are ten Dylan albums on here. Ten and what albums? Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan. Oh, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, and the majority of the albums on this list are from like 67 to 74, you know, like that's about the range where most of the stuff is coming in. Right. And a lot of it is that era's music, you know, so uh, there's not a ton of hip hop on here. And then the stuff that gets on, it's not obviously going to be placing super high and the stuff that is going to be placing super high is like it takes a nation of millions or uh, straight out of Compton. So... Radio is on there. Mm -hmm. The next category is iconic slash recognizable songs. And, and this is a category that I think is kind of weird for LL and kind because of... Because I think uh, for me, his most recognizable songs are all going to be later because yes, I was agreed. not really... But it's, it's I wasn't weird, really cognizant of music as... It's a weird thing with hip hop, the way hip hop, especially older hip hop, does not get to live on... Radio on the radio. Whoa. Yeah, and I need my radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, whoa. but if you, if you think about it, like if you're, you just do not hear those early LL songs, even some of the later ones. We are very right. lucky that we have a radio station K Day that Booyah, plays <laughs> old school hip hop, but not very few markets have something and it like mostly that. Right. Plays West Coast hip hop too. Like yeah. they really do favor West Coast artists. On and if, if you're walking around, like if you're walking around a CVS, you're not going to hear that many hip hop songs. Right. In general, it, it's just a weird thing. Like we when we talked about a tribe called Quest uh, a few weeks ago, you know, we we talked about songs that are recognizable. But I remember thinking later, like, oh, we talked about all these songs that we think are recognizable, but like my mom will know zero of them. Yeah. Right. Um, I would guess that I can't live without my radio. I feel like that and Rock the Bells. <laughs> Those were like two huge songs from radio, radio that then did not really have the staying power. Right. And I think part of it is because that early hip hop stuff sounds like my name's LL and I'm here to That's say. That's what I was hundred percent. Right? That is part of the whole kind of like, you know. I'm just shocked. Just that I'm a bad. man and a. <laughs> and a beat. And a beat, you know, doing the it's, thing. It's a style of hip hop that just feels very outdated. And it's because hip hop production is so 
good now and it's so um it's just much more complex and appreciated it's like there's just a lot more art go artistry mm-hmm. going into uh like hip-hop production that there wasn't in the beginning it was just like people literally live scratching records you know yeah and sometimes i mean like he uh he had like a drum machine and like yeah that was kind of like it in terms of production and then some scratches and but i think if you were around at the time those are big songs yeah i, I mean i the radio and didn't really bells. know them only knew them as like the, if people played them like i never had heard those songs until i was mm-hmm. older but even bigger and deafer that album seems better because it has I'm Bad, which is a huge hit. I don't wear disguise because I don't overmind. Got a pinpoint rap that makes you feel trapped. So many girls on my dock and I do my phone in town. And I need love. And I need love. I think is a song that you still hear. Yeah, sometimes. I need love. I yeah, think of that's as a huge one. Inside my soul, because my soul is cold. One half of me deserves to be this way till I'm old, but the other half needs affection and joy, and the warmth that is created by a girl and a boy. I need love. You know what yeah, I like? And I mean, he's in jail. And Isn't he in jail in that video? It's like, a, oh, I don't know. Doesn't he get up in a bed in jail? Am I thinking beat it? I, I you might. It could be both. Yeah, because I think <laughs> he's shirtless and he's like, when I'm alone in my room, sometimes I'll stare I mean, at the And he's like by himself. I know that he is shirtless. <laughs> he's shirtless for real. Shirtless more often than not. Yeah. yeah, especially I'm bad. He's also his shirt blows up like mm-hmm. his shirt comes off at some point. Yeah, I'm bad is not one that I feel like I hear that much anymore, but I would say I need love for sure. For sure. Well, and that to me is like, uh, I my f- LL first came into my consciousness with Mama Said Knock You Out. That was like... Right. And, and that's the biggest one for sure. And that's in the 90s. That's 1990. That's 1990. And that Around the Way Girl. And that was very big. Those two songs. And the production on that is more current, more contemporary. Very because it's a sample and the sample is used, is used like really effectively. And it's sped up. It's a very like that is really current production the way. Yeah. And I mean, that's why he says. I mean, I think the album before that was kind of a flop, Walking with a Panther. Yeah. I mean, that has Going Back to Cali on it, which is... Oh, yeah. That song kicks ass. That's a great Yeah, I forgot about Going Back to Cali. I forgot that was him. Yeah. I'm going back to Cali, Cali, Cali. I'm going back to Cali. I don't think so. I'm going back to Cali, Cali, Cali. I'm going back to Cali. I don't think so. Going back to Cali. It's also interesting to just like look at these albums and it's I know this sounds obvious, but in the beginning, I'm looking at at the radio track list and it's just every song is LL Cool J. It's only him. Mm -hmm. There's no features. There's nobody else on it. It's just him rapping the whole time. All the verses, just him. You know, this is like. It's just such a different style of of music. Uh, I mean, doing it doesn't even credit the girl. The woman. Yeah. And, yeah. And, then and she's really Boyz got it going on in that song. And she's doing a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. But I would say after Mama Said Knock You Out, it's doing it and then lounging. 
I would oh, wait, say phenomenon. Goat. I remember. Isn't that him? Something yeah. like a phenomenon. Uh, Telling your butt. No, who's that? That's not. Well, so he has an album did, and a song called Phenomenon. But did, I don't think it's that song. Did he? I don't think that's the same. What one. song is that? Oh no, that's from uh, that's from White Lines. Phenomenon. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Phenomenon. You're talking about that one, right? Yes, yeah. but how does that go? Can we listen to it? The song Phenomenon? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you know, there are these albums that come after this and there's a bunch of songs on those albums. And what's weird is like some of those songs from those other albums charted very well right i think it's it just they're it's, like of the time yeah they they don't they don't have that kind of timeless feel and yeah. it's also just something of our culture and the way our culture disposes of hip-hop quickly and then we move on yeah for sure that was like onto the soundcloud you know what i mean well because he's already <laughs> he's already uh started a trend like he's already had his moment of like a public enemy or, an, or or a two live crew like as far as like pushing a yeah. job like a part of his he moved vibe. also into different like he's still part of the popular culture but he's just not thought of as a rapper anymore i think people thought of think of him as like an entertainer a they host think of yeah. him as a host and yeah. an actor yeah but i will tell you every single person who meets him on stage immediately refers to him as a rapper like it comes rushing can, back yeah. to you because you uh-huh. meet him and you go oh my god holy shit it's LL Cool J like yeah, the amount I mean, I of times the amount of times like people have been like Uncle L like you know <laughs> what I mean like <laughs> celebrities just got like they get starstruck by him because he is such a presence yeah. that I do think you're right there's he's got this all encompassing entertainment vibe but now like that's how you think of him but like the minute you see him you're like this is the well, rapper LL Cool J though, like for example I'm about to say something that might be offensive to some but I think maybe the younger generation thinks of him the same way of, as like a Mario Lopez where it's like something that people in their 30s 30s know of and like knew him as something else but no he's that guy who just like hosts everything like and everybody loves him for some reason like I, a little do you know what I for mean? that generation for sh- I think that's maybe I think that's maybe accurate uh, uh, to an extent I, I think I understand Mark- I, I, I strongly disagree I don't think any I, I mean even the Stranger Things kids were in awe and knew his music I don't think he's a Mario I think Mario Lopez is a bad person (laughs) well I just think it's a bad he was like on Saved by the Bell and then did Dancing with the Stars you know what I mean like I don't think but then he's always like hosting things I guess I just he's only hosts one thing I know what you mean in the sense of like if someone's not paying attention yes that's like if, what if, I mean. I don't a, mean a it huge like dumbass I, isn't paying attention <laughs> and they just know the people who are presenting stuff on TV. I think he's like a Robert De Niro for <laughs> what, what I mean is you always you always know who he is. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Is that like he's not I think Mario Lopez is Oh, he's like dog much, shit. He's, he's a D mm-hmm. level. He's D list. Right. Know? And you just compared him to a D list person. <laughs> a, that's um, the only reason I'm saying a it man is who has a Kennedy wrong. Center honor. Right. Well, that's what I mean. I'd like, like to right. see Mario. That's Lopez. what I'm saying. I think of Mario Lopez as like a D list version of what I'm talking about. Right. I just right. Mean right. It like in the sense of like he has transcended for like people who never really knew his music. He has become like, oh, yeah, that actor host guy. But, you know, his name is my point. The reason I, I don't compare him to Robert De Niro is like an actor 
actor or as a person or whatever, <laughs> but like what I'm saying is you know his name. Everybody yeah. knows who yeah, he yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Whether you're rel- whether you can list a song or not, you know who he is. He's a household name. Cool yep. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And Thank you for standing strong and uh, putting Kristen in her place. Hey, listen, I didn't I think it was say about they were time. equivalent. Yeah. I didn't say they were equivalent. All you right, guys? Did. You kind of did. I did not. <laughs> you 100%. Well, I didn't. Can you roll the tape? Yeah. <laughs> the next category. <laughs> I did begin with a disclaimer. You did. You felt, you felt, you could see it in you your knew eyes. It was you didn't wrong. want to say it. Uh, the next category is longevity. Well, I mean, he's still around much in the way that Mario. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I'll, right. I'll murder you. So, I mean, the that first album was 85, and he was putting out tracks before then. I mean, he was putting out tracks when he was 14. Right. Look you at know. him. How old was he when radio came out? He was probably 17. Yeah, he was young. Yeah, I mean, he was, I think he was still a teenager for sure. And I know a lot of facts about him also only because I wrote on a pop-up video version of the rerun shows of Lip Sync Battle, and I had to have a researcher give me everything. So I know, like... The, the reason Wait, he and there Randy, was a pop-up video version of Lip Sync Battle. Yeah, that it's one's... a rerun uh, thing. And yeah, it's I, great. I love pop-up videos. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's that, great. I grew up on that it's very It's just the much. easiest way to say what it is. But yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it just has, it has yeah. quotes from, you know, comedic and the quotes. Backstage. And I wrote the, yeah. Just little backstage factoids. Yeah, so like I that. had to write all the bubbles. Mm-hmm. So I know like a little too much about it. But he also coined the phrase Audi 5000. Hell yeah. Because what? Of his, I'm Audi 5000? Because of the car he was driving. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm Audi 5000, <gasps> which is, it's an Audi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm people Audi. started using like, I'm Audi 5000. And that's like from him. LL. He's uh, Mario Lopez, my ass. Well, right. I said he's the D-list version of what I'm talking I'm about. I'm Toyota Tricell. That exactly. was what Mario yeah. Lopez. Mario coined. Lopez is a Toyota Tricell. But when it comes to longevity, like so, '85 was radio, and like we talked about, he kind of fell off. But mm-hmm. like that album with Jennifer Lopez. I mean, the album wasn't with the Jennifer Lopez, but the, with right. the Jennifer Lopez song on it was 2006. Like yeah. you know, that's a that's a long career. Uh, you know that album went to number six on the charts. On the six, yeah, uh. <laughs> on the six and oh six. But he was also acting a ton in those yeah, times well, too. I, the mm-hmm. only thing, the problem though, is I can only remember that he was in Anaconda. Oh really? And he was also in a Deep Blue Sea. No, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I just know any given Sunday. Toys. He was also. Oh in- yeah. T- he oh my God! Toys? toys. That's right. It was like one of his earlier ones. Yes. Yeah. He was in the holiday with Queen Latifah. I believe it's Halloween H two O. Oh my God! Oh shit! Um, it, but it like NCIS LA. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. yeah. That's what he's doing now. Yeah. Is he? Is that show still on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think those shows will ever. Is he a detective on it? Sure. Something is. like that. Yeah. With you know. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, I did not know that show was on the air. Zero. Oh, yeah. I did not know, and I yeah. did not know he was on. You it. have to oh, be yeah. older than fifty years old to watch an NCIS, I think. Right, and I'm there's several of them. Yeah. You Wait, know. really? There's still? A, yeah. I know there was a Louisiana one, but that one's yeah. gone, right? No, I think it's oh, still there going. Is. What? It's Scott Bakula. Who? What? You are kidding. I go, no. who? Scott Bakula so, is on NCIS Quantum Louisiana? Leap Scott Bakula oh, is on, fuck. yeah, and he's the lead in NCIS Quantum New Leap. Orleans. Thank and then you. the regular one's been on the air for like 20 fucking years. Which one is LL on? LA. Okay, then how, what's the Louisiana one? NOLA? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> NCIS it? New Orleans, yeah. What? And my man. How many NCISs are there? Uh, at least three. I don't know if they did one beyond. Had they ever canceled an NCIS? No. Has one ever failed? NCIS was a mm. spinoff of JAG. 
which was canceled. <laughs> the Jag was on the air for a long time. Too. Okay, let me see if I can. There's only three. There's only three NCISs. It is appears. one New Orleans. Yeah, I just know that because I saw a billboard one time. But I thought I didn't even know that. Scott Bakula's in it. We've established this. I know, but I just thought that I I still thought I could be wrong. I like still couldn't believe it. Unreal. <laughs> I, let me guess what NCIS stands for. Um, let me see if I remember if I can just guess it. Yeah, go for it. Um. Oh God. Uh, national. No. It's um, weird. It's a weird one. Yeah. Uh, new. It, it like re- refers to these specific types of crimes. Neurological. Mm-mm. Natural. Mm-mm. N- non. I like. I thought it would be like non. Like the Indian bread. No, no, like <laughs> non-confrontational. Or so like, it has know. to do with where the crimes take place. Oh, oh, oh. now I know. <laughs> uh, n- 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 near. <laughs> Near, near no what is the what's the n stand for uh renee you know wait renee do it, you know i do i was gonna say something wrong okay oh, but you just looked well, it up i just i was gonna say navy close but it's naval yeah naval crimes investigation services yeah pretty much naval criminal investigative service what yeah, yeah. i knew it was navy or naval it's but i wasn't the navy Mm-hmm. It's about. I'm sorry. I, I apologize to all of our listeners who, if anybody watches the show, it is like, yeah, duh, Kristen. There no. are three of them, and they're all awesome about the Navy. <laughs> but how is there three shows about naval crime? I think it's more than three. It, it's just three. Oh, it's it, just three. How yeah. many, uh, I'm thinking SVU. How can there be? And there are so many CSIs. CSIs, CSI's what I'm thinking is of. crime scene crime investigation. Crime scene investigation. <laughs> And it was. I just learned what NCIS was. Wait, but why? So how are there's many crimes? Are, is oh, it just, the shows are so popular. But it's just crimes near the water. Then is that kind of it, or do they? I've have never to seen it, but I'm going to assume crimes that happen on the water. Really? Okay. But do they have to involve? The, or maybe is this like I mean, co- like it's New Orleans is near the coast. I'm just like, what is? Are these submarine crimes? Like, <laughs> they'd be so funny. Like they have to stretch. Because these shows have been on for decades, and they have to stretch different ways to have crimes at it's, sea. Yeah, it's I like, didn't know. This it's is like Baywatch or something, almost. Like, what's insane is I just, just so you know, I'd never seen an episode of any of them, and I yeah. did not know what NCIS stood for, and then I saw it somehow. I was like, oh, naval, and I still didn't connect. It would be crimes by the water. <laughs> I genuinely thought it was just a CSI. I mean, I think for all intents thing. and purposes, it kind of is. Like, but aren't I, they military? Like, isn't it a military investigative? Because a Navy well, is the part Navy. of the military, yeah. right? So I guess that's, yeah. The Navy is the Sea Army. It is the Sea Army. It's the Sea Org. It's Poseidon's. Yes. Uh, Poseidon's okay, people. I'm sorry. I know that we just really took a, took a detour. We took a, dan- we took a tangent. I, I sorry, I got defensive know. about the Mario Lopez I thing. I didn't and then we know. Yeah. It, it set us all off on a on a tizzy. Um, the next category is innovation influence, which I think is a category he does very well in. Yeah. He, every, I mean, he was the first rap solo superstar. Yeah. And like basically anyone who came after him has to tip the hat. Bow and some, down. And some do in very explicit ways, you mm-hmm. know, like Eminem and even his contemporaries like the Beastie Boys and uh, Oh yes, yes, yes. I well, think the Beastie Boys I mean, it's crazy that LL Cool J is not in and they are. Like that is them. insane. He inducted them with Chuck D. That's he gave oh, right. Oh boy. And Chuck D, this is a good moment for this. So when Tupac was nominated and eventually inducted chuck d kind of went off go off d not because he this is what he said got forever love for Pac, but there ain't a solo rap act that should get in the rock and hall of fame before ll cool j 
don't care about what naysayers think. I knew Pac from a team. Champion him all the time. I am emotional about this. I fight for order, and it's simply out of order. (laughs) This was all on Twitter. Also, it's very interesting to me to hear Chuck D say that he fights for order. Yeah, I (laughs) can believe it. Because he's about a revolution. Yeah. which A new world order. (laughs) I guess, yeah. I did not grow up in rap, 60s, 70s music instead, so my critical analysis ain't got childhood emotion attached, a wide perspective of what I saw. LL Cool J, in comparison, hit rap in 1984 like Little Richard or a weird but accurate way Elvis. There was no prior MC that melted all corners. Do it. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame needs voters who understand the parallels of the genres if Rod Stewart isn't twice as a group member and solo. Bitch. A case for LL Cool J. Couldn't agree more. Uh, wow. It's also wild to me that Chuck D took time out of his day to tweet about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, it matters to them. He, I mean, at this point, he was uh, he was inducted yeah. with Public Enemy. Uh, They're like, if we're going to be a part of this institution, we're going to make it better. Yeah, which is which is noble. Which is great. It yeah. is. I mean, I think that's like an, a great point that he's making. Mm-hmm. It's like with all this criteria you have to hit, like you're not paying attention. Yeah, if you're going to include hip hop, you need to understand it. I just love it. Chuck D, a case for order. (laughs) It's it's really interesting to me. But I think, yeah, the the influence of LL Cool J is it is in like an almost Elvis type way. He was there at the beginning in a in a major impactful way. And he was a sex symbol for the genre versus like public and like mm-hmm. reverses nwa yeah, no one he was, looked uh, he like was him for the ladies he was out there with his shirt off licking them lips licking them lips yeah girl wearing the little Kangle. hat <laughs> i mean the Kangle hat forget mm-hmm. it he also like he run also dmc was a fashion icon 100 yes because yes. run dmc was the adidas mm-hmm. vibe and then a Kangle hat is synonymous with yeah LLJ. Absolutely. Um, and then the last category, maybe the most important category, and a category that he does great in is, does my mom know who he is? Yes. And that's the thing about LL yeah. is he's, he's so famous. Yeah, he's so famous. He's just right. so famous. He's potentially the he's most... He's definitely not the D-list. I, I was just about to go, <laughs> not unlike Mario Lopez. <laughs> I mean, my mom knows who he is, too. Though. I don't think my mom knows who he is. Uh, yeah. Mario Lopez. Yeah, maybe Mario. I would say maybe. Just you know, just he's now because they watching e. with the stars. Uh, yeah, that yeah, that would probably. And he's be on why. Access Hollywood. Is it mm-hmm. yeah. extra or something? Or something? Extra. He's on one of those shows. He is extra. I, I don't like how much we're talking about Mario Lopez. I know. Me neither. I was literally. Someone just, brought it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he did this. To I thought us. it would be a quickie. LL Cool like, J what might be. What an interesting be... point, Kristen. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> LL Cool J has potentially. He might be the most famous person who is not in the Hall of Fame. Who's eligible. Who's eligible. Yeah. You can make a case. Yeah. Well, especially because, you know, like he is a solo act and like he is the fame. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he there is, not he splitting it up with a band it. or yeah. Not, yeah. All right. I think it's time for the verdict. Mm-hmm. Should LL Cool J be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Will he get inducted? And if so, when? We'll start with Kristen. I think yes. I think Yes. When it's like long overdue, I mean, here's the here's the the rub, is we've got <laughs> Biggie on the uh for the fir- he's going to be eligible this next year. It's going to be Fye, right? 
I think so. And so if he gets, if Biggie gets on the ballot, there's just this horrible thing where they only want to induct one hip hop act. I think he should get in next year. Like, I think he could get in next year too. And I also think, but, and I wonder if maybe they could both get in and that would be tight as hell. And it would be an important step in the right direction yeah. for the hall that has never had a more than one hip hop act inducted at the same time. If they year. inducted LL, Biggie, and then the rest were all women, I would be like, this is the hall that I want to see. You know, like that would be so chill for me. So yeah, I think he'll get in next year. I don't know. I'm going to just put in a thing that I, I hope it's happening. So I, it'd be so cool. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'd be really glad to see him there. It'd be great. And knowing that everybody, they cares and I like him. I think let's do it next year. LL 2020. Incredible. Or 2019. Would it be 2020? Yeah. Yeah. Renee, what do you think? Why, well, obviously, I'm a fan of his as mm-hmm. a person, so I think he should definitely have already been mm-hmm. put in. Yeah. Um, not unlike Chuck D's point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his salient point. But yeah. I think this, is this year, are you saying Biggie's nominated this year? So Biggie becomes eligible, yeah, for this 2019. year. 2019. Yeah, so we, we already had 2019. 2019 happened. So for yeah. 2020, yeah. When does the Hall of Fame happen? Like, is it in January? Like, what? So the nominations get announced in October, the inductees get announced in December, and then the ceremony happens March, April. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, here's what I think. I think he's not going to get in 2020, but he's going to get in 2021. I think what's going to happen is, you're right, if Biggie's eligible, Biggie is going to be... Especially since he's dead. Yeah, the posthumous part helps him a lot. Right. And I think... I don't know. I just think there's going to be... I could also see them playing some sort of shit with the ballot to try to help one or the other get in. It's like how they sometimes don't put in multiple people from genres on the ballot so that they don't have to almost like split the vote in a way. It does. It like sucks in a sense that... It's like he might not even get nominated next year. Right. But I I fear that that would be bad for them. He's becoming the Susan Lucci... Mm-hmm. Yes, he's of been the at Rock this point. Fall, he Hall has been nominated uh, the most times of anyone who's. He's not moved inducted. into probably the number one snub category now that the um, the, the cure, cure is in yeah. for Joe. He's oh. probably so. Here, here's what I think. Here's my verdict. I think he absolutely should be in. He should already be in. Yeah, that's what I'm annoyed right. is that he's not in. He will get in. Yes, he's been put on the ballot too many times to not eventually get in. Agreed. The problem is what you kind of said about Biggie's being he's being inducted next year. I would I would say that's a lock. You know, he becomes eligible. Tupac got in immediately. It's Biggie will get in immediately and he will not be on the ballot next year because and I kind of get it, which is at first it seems like kind of a, a knock. But actually, I think it's it's them trying to consolidate. Yeah, it's doing their best to get one in so that the votes aren't split. Here's the problem. So 2020 Biggie, 2021. Oh no, Eminem. They could put they could put LL Cool J on the ballot, but Jay Z becomes eligible in 2021, and that feels like one they they the order's out. But like it feels like that would be one they would want to be. They should put them both in next year. That's why they should just make it an all lady and hip hop ballot. Literally only people of color and women. And just like see what the voters do. See what happens. Has yeah. a female hip hop artist been inducted? No. L O L Cool no. J. That probably. I'm I mean, trying what to about think. Salt and Pepper? Salt and Pepper would be the first one that would yeah. happen. Or Queen. That would, yeah. Like Latifah. Yeah. I yeah. just feel like. I'm like, oh, Queen is in. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the Queen. Yeah, yeah. the Queen. 
So Jay-Z becomes eligible in 2021. Eminem becomes eligible in 2022. And you wonder if they will look past them to try and keep getting to. LL or will they say Just these, are too, 2023. these are too big. We need to put them on the ballot. They'll get in immediately. Maybe this will start a trend and this will get the ball rolling for hip hop. And then in 2023... There is an opening. This is outrageous. When does Missy Elliott become? 2023. Oh, my God. And she, I'm sorry, deserves to also she should be, be inducted. In. She will be, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it, she will be the first female hip-hop yeah. inductee. Because she she'll will get be? in. She will. Yeah. yeah. Has salt and Pepper ever been nominated? No. no. The case for them, I don't think, is as strong as Missy Elliott. Yeah. You know? Oh my god! Um, I would agree, except that they're the very first female. Yeah, they're, they're so important. They're the, like, so they important. are so important. They're kicking the door down. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But uh, as we know, the order, as Chuck D would say, is well. We that's for why I'm like, next year, let's get them both in. I don't know. I'm just like, let's Biggie fuck the wait. ballot up. Yeah, Biggie can wait. He's dead. He dead. <laughs> I think it's a. I if I were Todd L. Cool J, if I were him in this state, and I'm sure he wouldn't be like me, because you can see that I'm a bit of a firecracker. <laughs> is that fuck that? You know what I mean? Like yeah. let don't it, like it's an honor, obviously, to keep being thought of. But at some point, it becomes like yeah, it's almost like meaner. Yeah, you're not paying attention to what it's not even mm-hmm. about what's right. It's about what's deserved. Yeah, and it just seems. Like, I, if I were him, I wouldn't want to be in just because it's like, well, well yeah, we got to put him in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, for me, if I were him, I'd be like, in my heart of hearts and in what I know, I deserved to be in this years ago or whenever I was eligible mm-hmm. was the year I should have been put in. Well, it's just so hard, too, because, you know, we watched people fill out their ballot. Like, we watched Roy Trakin fill out his ballot last year. Mm-hmm. And for him... LL wasn't even a consideration, was he? No, he he was dismissed. He didn't even think twice about choosing LL. LL has also been, he, especially recently, he's been up against some competitive ballots. Yeah. And you you wonder if also, as the years progress, if he'll be sitting in a better position. Right. Uh, versus. It just sucks. I'm like, man, now I'm annoyed. Now LL's my num- my number one snub. Pat Benatar also. Okay. She's, she's not. Snubbed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's say LL Cool J gets inducted. Mm-hmm. What songs uh, does he play at the ceremony? He plays Mama Said Knock You Out. Absolutely. I think he does I Need Love. I think it, he actually starts with Mama Said Knock You Out. I think literally don't like it's it like don't call it a comeback. Yeah. He starts. It's like stage is black. He's ba- uh, he's facing away from the crowd. He's got the, um you know, the hood up or whatever. Mm-hmm. He turns around. He rips it off shirtless already. Uh, um, uh, don't call it a comeback. He's rapping. <laughs> he's having a really good time. Uh, uh, public enemy comes out and joins him they're like having a great time they're ripping it up then uh beastie boys come out. then the beastie boys come out Whoever's remaining beastie boys run come DMC out come run out. dmc comes out everybody they're ripping it up everybody's just here <laughs> here's who's really gonna come out <laughs> salt and pepper because they all came up together queen latifah run dmc oh my god they will come out for sure in Let, my opinion let's talk about who, who will induct him, uh ll it might be queen latifah that's that's a good one that would be good and that would also bode well for her getting in sure she to show up and play the game a show little up bit. And play the game i think chuck d's an, an obvious choice yeah. yeah like i think mike d and ad rock also because yeah. he inducted them either the run dmc guys i mean they they will definitely they're tight yeah like but also well from what i can tell like they've come and cameoed as much as they can we also uh-huh. had a 90s prom rap party and salt and pepper performed 
Oh wow! So Gee, they're doing it. They're they're performing. They're oh yeah, they they're were on. A, they're doing it well. They were on a '90s tour with Color Me Bad. Oh, Mama. they were on a '90s tour. Yes. I missed it, but I had a. I like, love Color Me Bad. When, oh my god, they <laughs> sang "I Want to Sex You Up," and I was in the like we were in this very intimate concert at Lip Sync Battle. It was very amazing. However, All for Love is my favorite. It's color so me good. Bad. I mean, they were missing one of the guys, <laughs> but they also what's it called? I think he will have a very old school radio backdrop. It'll be like a giant, in my head, a giant boom box. He'll have his B-Boys breakers. I bet they'll cover the stage in cardboard. People will break. <laughs> I mean, he does have a full B-Boy crew. Backup dance, like, crew. I One would of love them. to see more dancers at the Rock Hall. Yeah, it's that's, my dream. I'm always, I, that's yeah, that's <laughs> what I want. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think people will show up. I mean, cause it, cause yeah. Especially because it's so overdue. Mm-hmm. When it finally happens, it's like... Fuck yeah. Yeah, he's going to do his old school. He's going to hit the old school shit for he sure. Will play I Can't Live Without My Radio and then mm-hmm. maybe Rock the Bells. The thing also about hip hop uh, is that very easily medleyed. Medley. Mm, yes. Yeah. You know, so you, you can He'll get medley for a sure. lot in there. Yeah. Uh, but I think if he didn't play Mama Said Knock You Out, it would be insane. It would be insane. And, <laughs> and then especially I Can't Live Without My Radio and or Rock the Bells. One of those. Yeah. He'll do Around the Way Girl mm-hmm. for sure. In my opinion, he should. And if he's Salt listening, we'll come on out. <laughs> yeah. If LL gets inducted, will you go? First of all, I'm sure I won't be invited. No, I mean, but, I mean any, can you we, go? We went yeah, we year. went to the induction uh, this year. E, I would go 100,000. I don't know how it works, obviously. Yeah, you just uh, I, tickets, I would go 100,000% but... if I could. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Well, be there with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah mean, let's all go. We're gonna go because this I is mean, our life now. Uh-huh. Watch but me honestly, walk right up to him and he'd be like, "Who are you?" I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's, he knows my name. He knows, he's he known knows it since the day he, he met me. He really is good like that with everyone. <laughs> he's amazing. Uh, I think that I'm like now. I'm getting very excited for LL to get inducted, and I want it to happen a snap. Like, and I think the whole audience should be giving Kango Kango yes. hats and shit. Like, mm-hmm. let's do they fall this. From the ceiling. Yeah. yeah, they're just dangling oh, right above your head. You don't even wear it. She's got sing battle production values on her mind <laughs> like I she's never surprised. been to a rock hall induction it's literally like 10 people moving stuff really quick in the back 100 but i have a feeling we could we could up its game Make give, give me yeah. the budget <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you what can happen perfect well renee thank you so much for joining us thank you for yes. being, with being a part of this uh we appreciate it <laughs> wow what a classic episode indeed. We hope you guys enjoyed that walk down memory you could lane. Feel it. You could feel it in that episode. We were all so unafraid to be in the same room together, just <laughs> each other's breath, just mixing in with each other. I'm sure we all hugged a bunch. Oh, uh, sure. I mean, there's a picture for this episode where we all posed in the same room indoors together. Imagine it. Imagine it. What is that? What on earth it, it, does that even mean? So, as we heard, Kristen does compare LL Cool J to Mario Lopez. That is what, when I was trying to think of who I could have compared him to, I thought that, you know what? I'm not, I'm, I mean, in his function as a host and, and like, we really hash it, like, Kristen, we really hash it out in the episode. So you don't, you don't really need to. <laughs> Uh, you don't need to do this. Do I need to defend myself still? I don't know. I didn't listen to the episode. Um, also, we'll no I one. mean, if we if we want to continue to draw comparisons between then and now, that was a time when NCIS New Orleans was still on the air. But now, after a seven-season run, 
it has been canceled, as we all know, and we're all talking about. NCIS, NOLA, RIP, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, we talk about how Biggie's probably going to get inducted, and that turns out to obviously be true. That's not necessarily an insightful thing. Anyone who was following the hall could have told you that. Good for us. Do I say anything about how Pat Benatar is definitely getting in? Uh, you don't. But Renee does say 2021 is when she thinks LL Cool J is going to get into the Rock Hall. So I suppose she wins that contest that we didn't know was happening at the time. Wow. Yeah. We should, we should send her something. Yeah. Fruit basket. <laughs> and just an induct the divas tattoo. A kangle. tattoo. Send her a, a kangle. Yeah, a kangle. So yeah, that was the episode. And like I said, we are going to dive deeper into the story of LL Cool J and the music with uh, hopefully a very special guest very soon. But for now, that's it. You know, we didn't talk about the musical excellence category because no one on earth was expecting this is where LL Cool J would wind up. But you know, so many things we couldn't have predicted in 2019. (laughs) The cancellation of NCIS New Orleans. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, I'm glad he's getting in. Anyway, we will talk about him at more length soon but for now uh that is going to uh it's going to do it and that's thank- a wrap on you you have to say it no, obviously I'm i know what it is you. i'm pointing at you you say okay, it this I'll time it. i will not be the last one to say it and that is indeed a wrap on new september excellence our cool. celebration <laughs> of the musical excellence category and i will say this is my little tease Is that, like I said, we will continue to talk about LL Cool J, and that will be in line with what we have planned for October, which will be our our final theme month. It will be an abbreviated theme month because we will be getting close to the induction, so we will kind of pivot to talking about the ceremony and that kind of thing. But we will will have a few weeks of theme to play around with. We'll see you in Rocktober. Excellence. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I mean, for that's official first guess on the books. Chime Who in. Who cares about the Rocktober? Uh, chime in. If you have a guess what you think October might be, given who we haven't talked about yet, you know, you can follow us at Rock Hall Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can tweet uh, or, I guess, DM us on Instagram if you want to throw your guesses out there. Um, or you can email it to us, rockopod at gmail.com. Kristen certainly does not want to know what your guesses are, I would assume. Octoberly influence. We That's did early influence. Oh, no. What else do we have to talk about? Musical excellence we just talked about. We've, we've, we've covered I all guess, the category. I mean, like. I, I guess I just, because I was trying to think we haven't talked about Kraftwerk, but we did a remaster of that episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I, I'm going with, are you ready to rocktober? Sure. Just super general. So general for this podcast, it could not be a theme. It's going to be something about the ceremony or about. Well, I gave uh, you a hint. LL Cool J is going to be in it, but like, what in the damn hell is that? He's already. We just talked about him. Uh, what? <laughs> She's at a loss, folks. <laughs> She's at a loss. Uh, the who? Okay, LL Cool. I don't know. Is so, Porter going to be one of our guests? So, if you have a guest, you can, of course, or you just want to say something, have a comment, uh, want to reach out and say hello. We love to see that. Rockhallpot at gmail.com is the email. Uh, if you want Kristen to see that, if you want Kristen to see 
your guess for what you think October is going to be. I think that's funny, and I think you should designate that. But if you don't designate Kristen's name anywhere in the message, I'm not going to forward it to her. I don't want to bother her with your fucking bullshit. Hey, those I'm are of our course fans. joking. Those are our <laughs> listeners, and I love each and every one of them like children. Uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us. Five stars only. You know, if I was a listener to this podcast after, especially the Randy Rhodes and the Billy Porter episodes, I would be like, you know what? This is a five star podcast, and I'm going to register my excitement on the Apple Podcasts platform. We hope we've given you a five star experience. Yeah, and once again, if it's a solid four. Say five anyway, because yep. that's really that's not going to help us if it's four. Thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Thank you to Yusu Kim for the music. Thank you to the website Future Rock Legends, just in general, because really they are the foundation of any research you might want to do about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And thank you to Pantheon Podcasts for hosting us. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Studdard. And who cares about the Rocktober Hall? <laughs> It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.